You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. If you've ever peeked into our e-library, you know there's an almost overwhelming amount of resources there. On this episode of Did You Hear, our hosts Melissa Horak-Hearn and Dave Carson chat with our e-resources selector Hope Harms and me, Amy Field, web content developer and e-book fanatic, about e-music, streaming video, e-audiobooks, and more. But first, our weekly word. Petriker. A pleasant smell that frequently accompanies the rain after a long period of warm, dry weather. E-library. Eccentric. Eclectic. Eerie. Efficacious. Effervescent. Effluent. Eldric. Egregious. Elephantine. Electric. Empirical. Empathetic. Eponymous. Entropic. Excellent. Esoteric. Exotic. Exhaustive. Enough. Agreed. But this is our E-extravaganza! Yay! So, E is actually for electronic, and so if you go to the Joko Library website, jokolibrary.org, across the top of the webpage, you will see the navigation for our website, and one of the main sections and most popular sections of our website is the e-library. In other words, the electronic library. So when you're out on the floor of any of our libraries where we have our physical collection, just think about this. We might just have that book, audiobook, magazine, newspaper, or DVD in a digital format, an electronic format, to access on your computer, your tablet, your phone, or maybe you even stream it on your smart TV. Maybe you cast it to your smart TV. We have an amazing digital collection. So did you hear about our e-library? I've heard about our e-library, Dave. And I you know, love our e-library. I do too. And you know, I love going to the library in my jammies. <laughs> and there I can, and I won't get arrested. I, uh, yeah, uh, wow, huh, speechless, speechless. That's amazing. Well, I didn't know I had that power over anybody. <laughs> When, when I think of e-library, I think of one of our most knowledgeable librarians here at the Johnson County Library, and that is Hope Harms. Hi, Hope. Hello, oh, Shane. Hello, hello. What, what is your position here at the library? I'm the e-resources librarian. I work on our collection development team and work to ensure we have lots of fun things available in our collection through electronic means. That is excellent. I see what you did there, Dave. <laughs> Look at you, including the E's. Not only does Hope choose the resources that we have with a team of miscreants, but she also helps us troubleshoot for our patrons so that yeah. when we run into a wall that we cannot break through and we've tried everything that we know of, we go to Miss Hope. Thank and you, And she Hope. saves the day. <laughs> Well, it's a team effort, for sure. Uh, it's a very dynamic landscape. So, yeah, never a dull moment in the e-library world. So, when we're talking about e-library, we're talking about e-books, e-audiobooks, e-magazines, e-music, e-newspapers, streaming video, and it's also where you'll find our, our mobile app. One thing that is also in our e-library that we will not be discussing 
today because it is chocked with so much stuff that we really need to dedicate an entire episode to e-learning. So we will not be talking about e-learning today, but that is in our e-library. Let's start right now as we explore our e-library. Streaming video. So let's talk about streaming video. If you go to the streaming video portion of our e-library, there are a number of options under streaming video, and a lot of people don't even know that we have video that you can stream. And we're talking kind of like on par with Netflix or Hulu. And the one that I think we should start with is Canopy. Tell us about Canopy, Hope. Yeah, this area of our e-library has definitely expanded a lot in 2020. And Canopy is one that we're very excited to bring to our collection. So you're going to find a wide range of feature films and shorts. Um, you're also going to see a lot of um, things that they call thoughtful entertainment. Yeah. Uh, so you, you'll range from a lot of different documentaries and things that you may think of in a more academic con context, but definitely a lot of things that are much more entertaining as sure. well. You may catch familiar titles like Moonlight. You can right. watch on uh, uh, Canopy. Yeah. And there's also a range of Criterion films. So yes. they have 50 popular Criterion they films that are on the there Criterion all the time. Collection. Well, they, they rotate the top 50. Yeah, oh, so they have 50, 50 of their most popular Criterion films are on Canopy as well. Right, so, so um, as we explore our, our e-library, one thing that we're going to do is, you know, have Hope introduce us to the uh, service that is offered in our e-library. Um, but we're also going to talk a little bit uh, about the, the users and, and how we use it. In this case, I'm going to step in because... I love Canopy. Oh my gosh. We were nerding out oh my gosh. hard good over stuff. Canopy the this, other day. It's, it's like fine. It's one of those su surprises, you know, it's just this crazy pleasant surprise. And so what I did was I set up my account uh, through the library. All you need is your card. You don't have to pay for this, you know? And so you set it up, go to your smart TV, and what you'll do is you'll download the app. And so... Uh, through the app, you can access all of these videos and watch it like you're watching Hulu or, or Netflix or whatever your favorite streaming service is. And I have my favorites. Okay, so um, some of the popular movies that I've, I've already started, you know, thinking, oh, this this is this is for me. Uh, the Disaster Artist. Yes. I've I've not seen this yet, and I don't know if I should see The Room first and then The Disaster Artist or vice versa. Um, Lady Bird, which I've seen, great. Um, if you like Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale, she has a, a movie called Her Smell. Um, there's also the great vampire movie, What We Do in the Shadows. <gasps> yeah, That's one of my all-time favorites, and I did not realize that it was on there. There's some great documentaries, too. I know what I'm doing tonight. Um, <laughs> like uh, Super Size Me 1 and 2. Didn't know there was a 2. I Am Big Bird, Echo Canyon. Amy, which is Amy Winehouse, not Amy Field, who may be joining us in the podcast today. There should be a documentary about our Amy, too. <laughs> Word. That's interesting. Um, and then just the great categories. You, you mentioned that there's a Criterion Collection, but there are also um, there's a section that identifies Oscar winners and nominees, which is great because I'm always looking for, you know, just great performances, great writing, great cinematography. 
Um, there's a newly added section, trending now, best films of the 2010s, art house favorites like uh, Loving Vincent, which I'm putting that on my list too, the New York Times critics picks, and the Canopy staff picks. All of those are excellent. And um, if you don't know what to watch and you find yourself in a, a show hole, man, they get you out of that show hole because they have so many good things. And so I'm going to share what I've added to my list. <laughs> I've added uh, Heartbeat Loud, which is Nick Offerman. And so mm-hmm. if you watched, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Ron Swanson and you're missing some Ron Swanson from uh, uh, Parks and Rec, hey, go watch this movie, right? Um, Son of Rambo. No. Yeah. <laughs> Son of Rambo's on there. Um, backstab, uh, backstabbing for Beginners, which I will watch anything Ben Kingsley. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I love some uh, foreign movies, too. So uh, Hara Kiri, Death of a Samurai. That sounds like a good one. La Belle Nocise. I don't know how to say that. But and it's a four-hour movie. But it looks good. Um, uh, let's see. I, I mentioned some of these, um, so I'll skip them. Uh, Frank, um, Computer Chess, We Need to Talk About Kevin, uh, High Life, which is a space movie, uh, Moonlight, um, Everyone Else, which here is one of those rare-to-find movies. This movie made $11,000 at the box office. <laughs> but the critics love it, right? And so here's your chance to see something that's gold, right? Um, in Jackson uh, Heights and The oh, Lobster, nice. and then the two that I want to briefly talk about, okay? So I saw Dolomite is my name on Netflix, and then I got done, I was like, I gotta see the movie Dolomite, right? And we don't have it in our collection. And then I'm like, can I get it through interlibrary loan? I might be able to, but you know, I wanna watch it now, you know? It's on Canopy, and I am so happy about that because (laughs) Dolomite is my name, and I'm not gonna tell you what his his game is. <laughs> um, the other one I want to mention is the only one that I've actually watched so far, and that's Captain Fantastic. And you know what I learned from that movie? I learned that I should really uh, reel back the number of times I say the word interesting. That's because... interesting, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Because Viggo Mort- Mortensen is the main character in this uh a movie and he's raising six children off the grid in the Pacific Northwest West Woods and they have to do a road trip to go you know uh, to their their dead wife slash mother's funeral and they realize that you know while they're poet, uh, philosopher, warriors, they also don't really fit into the real world which I can relate to as well I feel that. but uh, he told his kids he's like, Use your words to describe your feelings and your thoughts. Interesting is not a word. I was like, oh. And I thought, how many times in the podcast have I said, huh, interesting. Too many. Anyways, that's my very heartfelt and very excited assessment of Canopy. And I can't wait to watch more. And I should mention, you get to watch 10 of those movies in Canopy a month. 
That's correct. Yeah. So uh, one of the arrangements that we've made with Canopy um, in order to keep our prices affordable for the library, each patron gets to redeem play credits, 10 play credits a month, and those refresh at the beginning of each month. Now, that's not true for Canopy Kids. I was just about to say Canopy Kids does not eat your credits. So I could let my kid watch Franklin all the live long day, which Canopy is the only place that I know of that has Franklin. Wow. Yeah. And the screaming gets to the point that you, you have to. But all the Franklin all day long will not take my play credits away. So what's what's in Canopy Kids? Because honestly, I, I haven't browsed through it because my, my child is no longer a child. She's in college, so. Well, from what I can tell, there is a ton of PBS. Like, um, I think that... Netflix or Hulu or one of the pay systems has some Sesame Streets. I'm pretty sure that Canopy Kids has all the Sesame Streets. And I'm going to make my kid watch some of them from the 70s because they were way better. Let's hear from the expert. What What is Canopy Kids? Yeah, it's a whole portal within Canopy that offers uh, kid-friendly content, and a lot of it has storytime favorites. So if you know, like, a Mo Williams pigeon or um, there's some Ezra Jack Keats in there where the wild things are so a lot of storybook favorites are in there that you can just play over and over Um, but there are also some cool educational things different things that focus on history or science Um, there's also some cool language content so you might see things from uh, language learning designed specifically for kids from the Muzzy series and from Little Pim series yeah I noticed those there was the language series that I was happy to see because those are really hard to track down anywhere else we've got yeah i mean we've got some of those resources but they're always checked out they're almost impossible to get but i um i also noticed that there's a really cool range of history programming for kids yeah yeah it's very approachable that's awesome yeah and also bite-sized so good for kid attention spans as well you can find some they have some short movies as well uh if you just want to get something quick for you know maybe a car ride if you've still got your data streaming or something like that um but yeah you'll get your pbs favorites too so you'll find things like arthur uh sesame street daniel tiger all that good stuff that is fantastic i know that canopy the grown-up section has a ton of foreign language films, a ton of foreign language programming. Does Canopy Kids have that same? It definitely does pull from some international content as well. So you're going to see films worldwide pulled into the kids section as well. It is curated for those. Speaking of international titles, yes. tell us about Acorn TV. Well, Acorn is also a new addition for us, and this is great for our British TV and film lovers. Um, So you're going to see some more familiar titles in here, things like, especially your your, uh, mystery lovers are Mm going to eat Acorn up. Uh, So Midsummer Murders, Poirot, Murdoch Mysteries, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, these you can all get on Acorn TV. Um, So some of our patrons are already very familiar with 
Acorn on their own. This uh-huh. is a new addition to the library. Uh-huh. Um, and we work with a library partner, uh, a vendor called RB Digital, who has made that partnership so that our library patrons can plug into that consumer access that is Acorn. So you get Neat. to come to the library, check out a seven-day all-access pass to Acorn. After those seven days, just come back and check out another pass from the library through your RB Digital site. That is awesome. And I'll, I'll tell you what, boy, I'm replacing interesting with awesome. It doesn't matter. Um, so what we're talking about with Acorn TV is beyond PBS. It's beyond BBC. It's beyond Netflix. And there's original content as well. There's Acorn oh, wow. originals. And so, um, you know, it's another one that's right on par with Netflix or Hulu. And if you don't want to shell out, you know, the extra money for a good streaming service, this is definitely one. You have stuff like uh, Agatha, Agatha <laughs> easy for me to say, Agatha Christie's Marple. You know, that's a very popular program. Um, I saw this documentary that I, 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 I really fascinating. It's called Blitzed, Nazis on Drugs, and it's about methamphetamine during World War II. Nazis on meth. Right on. That that (laughs) book came out a couple years ago. Is that right? Yeah, and I had no idea that there was a visual component at all. Yay, Mm -hmm. Acorn. Uh, And I mentioned, you know, there are the originals and like uh, Agatha Raisin, uh, Witness of the Inspection, uh, Blood, Detectorist, uh, keeping faith. Uh, they've got comedies uh, like, oh man, you, you've seen Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Oh yeah, they've got that. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, Rake, Parents, and uh, Mount Pleasant. Then they've got dramas and mysteries and documentaries. So it's definitely worth checking out. Ebooks. So let's talk about another section of the e-library. Very popular ebooks and to bring in as a user expert we bring in our friend amy field hi amy hi there you've been sitting here this entire time sure i have hope tell us what we'll find in the ebook section of the e-library in the ebook section it's where you're going to find our access 360 collection which is our platform that we use when we purchase all of our ebook titles or access for our ebook titles um, you're going to find things for adults teens kids your thrillers your romances your mysteries it's all packed in here um, we'll also find um, book flicks as well which is from scholastic which has some kid-friendly pairings as well but the the most popular ebook service we offer is through Access 360. That's great. So tons for adults and then stuff for kids as well. That's and cool. teens. And great so, YA uh, section. So Amy's going to tell us all about the, the book flicks because she loves kids' books. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please talk about whatever you want. <laughs> you cost her physical pain. <laughs> I don't know about book flicks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seen book flicks, though, and it is—it's very cool. It's—it's it's, uh, you know based on a very important uh, early literacy skill, and that is reading while you're hearing, and to have a visual element as well. That's really helpful to a kid. I also found out from Becky at Oak Park, one of our youth services folks, that there are two books that are narrated by James Earl Jones. What? Once, right? One of them is Why Mosquitoes Buzz in People's Ears. <laughs> Which is a great book. It's one of my all-time favorites. And so that book, plus James Earl Jones reading it, Amazing. and my brain exploded. Wow. What's the other one? I can't remember. Oh. I got excited about that one. 
but thank, thanks, Amy. But that's You're something welcome. we do for our listeners. We give them homework assignments. You yes. go find out. You go find We're out. We're not going to tell what you what everything. The other James Earl Jones it's like an was. Easter egg. Find the other James Earl <laughs> Jones right. narrated book. <laughs> and we will give you applause. Lots of applause. Kudos on the yes. next podcast. Becky also pointed out that that service is really good for parents who have reluctant readers at home or kids who don't want their parents to hover over them while they're reading out loud. That's a great service for those kids. It makes those books feel like games. It's very fun. Very cool. And sometimes there actually are games included with some of the book pairings (laughs) that they offer. But yeah, it'll highlight the text as it reads along, which is pretty neat. Good for readers. And there are a few Spanish titles in there as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that is really great. Well, let's talk uh, about uh, e-books for adults then. Well, our same crack team of selectors who works on selecting our print books for our print selection are also selecting print titles for our ebook collection. And there's actually a whole team at the back of the house that works to ensure that you can find our ebooks not only on our Access 360 platform, but also in our regular catalog. So you can search right from our catalog and check out your ebooks there, see what you've got on your account, maybe renew or return early, or you can go straight to the Access 360 app and do that there. And if you don't see an ebook that you thought you should see, drop us a suggestion for purchase and we can see if we have access to it. We've got a really exciting collection the same way that you can find on our print shelves. Excellent. I sometimes kind of play all ends of the hold cycle and we'll put an ebook on hold and then the same title as large print and the same title as regular print because the hold list is long and it's kind of nice to have that extra ebook option to sneak into the she's a quadruple i do that but i do i read so much e stuff um, that i do it with ebooks and then e audios and i'll see which one comes in first because i love i love both that's a great suggestion So I'm a pretty impulsive reader. If I go to the library, I don't always know what I'm going to read even one hour from then. (laughs) So I really like being able to browse Access 360 and check something out and then immediately begin reading it all from my couch. And uh, you can do that with ebooks and e-audiobooks. And it it helps when you're, you know, sometimes you're up at 1 a.m., and you need something to read or something to listen to, like James Earl Jones, maybe, <laughs> narrating something. And uh, sadly, the library is closed at that time. Um, and the so, library is always open. Exactly. <laughs> you can always hop on Access 360 and find something interesting to read to help you maybe, you know, get to sleep. And when you, when you go to what it is that you want, like um, right now I'm reading Midnight at Chernobyl, which is brilliant. Brilliant. Um, there will be little suggestions that pop up in a stream across the bottom. I live for those suggestions. Right? (laughs) I have found some of the most remarkable things in those suggestions, and I never would have thought to think about it otherwise. Right, for sure. I also heavily use those. So if I'm reading or listening to something I like, I tend to go through those suggestions and start placing holds. Same. Yeah, as I'm still reading or listening to something. Yeah, half the time I don't even know what I looked at first to get to where I am. Right, right. It's a rabbit hole. For sure. You know, I want to go back to, uh, you know, do all of you do this where you have multiple formats and you maybe listen to a chapter and then you read a chapter? Do you do that? 
Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I do. I tend to not go back and forth once I get one um, in. So if I place a bunch of holds, whatever comes in first, that's the format that I read or listen to. You know, I've found that sometimes when I'm reading something that is a little dry and I'm having trouble getting past that second or third page because oh my god this person uses lots of words or whatever if i go and check out the e-audiobook then i can fly through it because it's so much more interesting when somebody's reading it to me sometimes you <laughs> hit the jackpot with a narrator you really right? do yeah i uh i'm listening right now to a book called shrinks the untold history of psychiatry um i started listening to it and the narrator is the author and sometimes authors are good at narrating their book and be hit or miss and sometimes they're not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now i'm reading that book <laughs> and it's fascinating uh, i'm so glad that both formats were available so i could sample because everybody has their own style yeah. and uh the, their own kind of narrator that's their favorite well, it's so a ronan farrow book he yeah. was brilliant in my opinion i thought that he was magnificent in his narration especially when he put on voices yeah. like at first it was a little jarring but it made it so much more interesting has a different voice for each of the characters he did oh, that's great and you know he like mimicked accents um foreign dialects and that sort of thing and it really made it that much more engrossing because you could well, really mentally see the conversation happening let's go around the table really quickly just Who's your favorite? Uh, what what has been your your favorite uh, reading for an audiobook? Who's been your favorite narrator? Jim Dale is always going to win my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those classic Harry Potter Jim Dale narrated books. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll tell you what I I really loved Will Wheaton from Oh no <laughs> Will Wheaton from uh, uh, Ready Player One. I thought he did a, a really great job. What about you, Melissa? Tony Shalhoub reading The Cricket in Times Square. Okay. O-M-G. It was brilliant. Language. And my kid, my kid was like, well, this is a really great story, but why are you crying now? Because he was just so good. And I love Tony Shalhoub, and I wasn't actually crying. So let's forget that story. Yeah. I don't know where I went with that. What about you, Amy? Well, one of my favorites was Carrie Elwes reading As You Wish, yes. which was right. a memoir of making of The Princess Bride. Such a fascinating book. I feel like even if you hadn't seen the movie or grown up with the Agreed. movie, it would right. still be a pretty fascinating piece of you know, cinematic history. Um, but having grown up with the movie and watched it approximately yeah. three million times, um, it was just absolutely charming. And having him read it oh, his uh, voice. was just great. And yeah. Beautiful voice. Yeah. You, you get all the behind-the-scenes stories in that one, and uh, you get to know uh, a little bit more about Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes, you do. So what are some of the notable titles that we've come across in our e-audiobook section? Well, I love the genre that's typically referred to as micro-history, and Mary Roach is one of the great authors in that genre. And I think one of my friends here has listened to her on audio as well. Yes. I love her narration of her own book. I will have to listen to some of her work. I've read, I think, everything, but I don't know that I've listened Packing to any of them. Packing for Mars. If you listen to her read nothing else, listen to her read Packing for Mars. Really? And 
the sort of the history of the space program and the way that you have to prepare people. It's specifically like what the astronauts go through to prepare for space flight and uh. and what kinds of considerations they had to have before they could start flinging people up past gravity's reach. And it is hysterical. So funny, so informative, and just brilliant. And also a Mary Roach classic, Stiff. Uh, yes. Listening to her do that audiobook was great because there, there's maybe more grotesque graphic. Like you, you feel like you're with her as she's doing this research and having this visceral reaction to some of the things she's discovering about dead bodies. So That's highly recommend that a listen. Great point. The way that she reads somehow makes it seem like she's telling you a secret. Yes. <laughs> I also have a couple other shout outs I have to give. One of them is the best pairing of topic and narrator in an audiobook that I've ever encountered. The book is called Proof, The Science of Booze, and it's a fascinating microhistory. Um, it's by Adam Rogers, and it's read by Sean Brunette, who has the most whiskey-drenched voice you could imagine. Really? It's fascinating and wonderful listen. Um, the other one I want to mention, just because it's one of my favorite audiobooks, is called Dear Committee Members. It's read by Robertson Dean, who I searched and tried to find like everything he's read <laughs> that I could track down. Dear Committee Members is a window into the life of a professional college professor and all of the politics uh, involved in that, and it's absolutely h hilarious. It was one of my best road trip decisions <laughs> that I've ever made. and. Uh, yeah, Robertson Dean does a great job narrating that one. Wow. So our ebooks and e-audiobooks and streaming video are uh, very widely popular sections of our e-library, but that's not all we offer. E-magazines. So another section of our e-library is very popular. Well, it's not very popular, actually, and it <laughs> should be. It should be because it should it's be. awesome. And here to tell us why the e-magazine section is something you should peruse is Hope. There's so much. We have so much magazine content, and most of our magazine subscriptions come through the RB Digital platform. And one of my favorite things about RB Digital is that once you find your handful or 12 of magazine titles that you want to read, you can set them to automatically check out to you when the next one comes out. So I always have Runner's World check out to me as well, and we have a new title that's been out for a few months now in our collection called Mind full magazine and so I've been using that as well automatically checks out and comes to the to my inbox I get an email notification that it's ready for me to go read in the app so that's really great and we also have access if you're in the the business of being a smart shopper uh, we have access to the consumer reports online portal so it's not just the magazine content but the full magazine portal that you can get to through our e-magazines that's super cool. One of our assistant branch managers, Nancy, out at um, Leewood Pioneer, loves the Consumer Reports portal. And she told oh, me yeah. that when she goes Christmas shopping, she will be standing in the middle of Best Buy being buffeted by all of these crazy people trying to find their bargains. And there she is with her phone out 
looking on Consumer Reports to find yep. the best buy for her money. <laughs> All of and those independent ratings right there, ready at right. your fingertips. Right. And I, I have to confess, it, it drives my wife crazy. Um, you know, <laughs> if if you're constantly telling your partner, it's like, well, you know, Consumer Reports says the best toilet paper is actually, <laughs> you know, uh, she's like, really? It's, it's Use your you. knowledge wisely. That's, that's, that's right. I am an educated consumer because. While you're shopping, though, do you look up every product? No. Oh. I, I, but you see, I'm, I'm, I'm not a browser. I'm a shopper so or a buyer. Yeah. I'm not a shopper. I'm a buyer. So I make a list, and I go get the item that I want, and I leave the store. I don't look around a lot. And so I have a plan, and so... I will look at consumer reports before I go into that store. Yep, I do the same thing. I research the heck out of pretty much every purchase that I make, but particularly yeah. the bigger ticket items. Mm-hmm. And consumer reports has always been the first place that I go. It's really good idea to make sure that you're not buying something that's going to fall apart if you're giving it as a Christmas gift or or a birthday present or something like well, that. Well, and for so. yourself, you want to buy something once. Like I want to buy a toaster once. I don't want to have to buy mm-hmm. 16 of them because yep. I bought some something that was on super discount sale if you really care you'll go there that's right it's true <laughs> uh, I, I should also mention um so in in the uh e-magazines from uh, rb digital one thing that i really enjoy is uh some of the recipes that you find in some of the magazines um i'm i'm not sure if we have bon appetit and uh food and wine but but there are titles that are like that and it's so great to get some you know higher end recipes and you know just put it on your tablet and cook right from them in your your kitchen and if you like it if it turns out well you've got that magazine for as long as you want yeah those magazines are yours for keeps once yeah. once you check them out so you don't have to worry about them being returned so especially those timeless things like recipes that you want to keep and you can even take a screenshot of it and tuck it in your own personal E library for for your cooking needs. E newspapers. So, when I was a kid, there was a thing called a newspaper. We had one delivered in the morning, and then at 5 p.m., gosh darn it, we had another newspaper delivered. No, you didn't. It's true. There was the Kansas City Times and the Kansas City Star. Newspapers have gone away, and there's no way that you can access them digitally at all. The end. Sorry. (laughs) What a sad, sad story that was completely untrue. Not true. One of the sections of our e-library is e-newspapers. Tell us about it, Hope. Yeah, so two of our most popular. uh, One gets you all the local news you want the kansas city star that is the image edition of the kansas city star so that means you're looking at digital versions of the exact same paper that used to be thrown on dave's driveway in the morning (laughs) Uh, but now you can see it on your screen on your it's mobile friendly so you can look at it on your tablet or even your your phone or you know browse on your home computer i think everybody can relate to you know poking around on facebook and somebody shares some great story and it's like oh it's a kansas city star article you click it and it's paywall dead end can't read it oh but you can because you can go to jokolibrary.org go to the e-library e-newspapers and look at the actual copy of the kansas city star 
Yeah, and the vendor that we work with gets those files from the publisher, so it includes all those special editions too. So you may have just seen a special section this last Sunday for a road to the Super Bowl for all of the Chiefs games, um, but all of the local news sections as well, you'll see those just like you would the regular newspaper, and you can search it. So you can do keyword searches and that kind of thing too. Can't do that with the print copy. It's true. You just get inky fingers. Yep. And not just the Kansas City Star, though. That's true. So another favorite is the New York Times. So you can log in through our library access, get your daily pass. That's a 24-hour pass with your New York Times account to access the New York Times consumer website. So rather than looking at the print paper, you're actually looking at their website. Um, And once you activate your pass, you can also sign into the New York Times app from your smartphone or tablet as well and get it on the go. I get so many suggestions thrown my way to uh, New York Times articles. And again, it's that dreaded paywall. We have a way around it. (laughs) I'm glad because I run into my limit about five minutes into every month. (laughs) And just remember, it's your community that's actually helping you pay for that. So the library pays for all of these services, but it's tax funded. So it's a gift from your community to break down that paywall. It's a gift from us to us. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it is. Thanks, patrons. Um, I know that a lot of folks, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, they're pretty crazy about the Kansas City Business Journal. That's worth mentioning, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great portal. It'll update daily in terms of the content that's there, and it also has archived information. And some of the archived special content that they have, like the annual book of lists, um, these go back quite a few years, and it's a great resource to see what the buzz in KC business is. And uh, just to wrap up this section of our e-library, um, in the e-newspapers section, you'll also find um, a link to uh, the Shawnee Mission Post, but that is library uh, in library for its use only, right? Yeah, right now we're set up so that if you come into any of our buildings, you get unlimited access to the Shawnee Mission Post website. Um, and it's a great resource if you're looking to see what's up, kind of in the, especially the Northeast Johnson County area. And also the uh, Wall Street Journal. Absolutely, yeah. That's all text-based, and it's Uh really handy to go through and search for all the different articles that are there and see what's going on on a national scale. The e-newspaper section is also a great place to browse through a list of all kinds of different newspapers that are available. And there's Access World News, which uh, if you just want the articles from various sources from throughout the world... Absolutely, yeah. We've got a lot of subscriptions to regional newspapers, but there are things that cover a lot of big national papers and international. And we also have access to papers in Spanish and French and a variety of languages through Access World News. Music. You know, if I had a good Elvis impersonation. You don't. <laughs> I don't, but, uh, you know, E, it's the E episode. We're going to talk E music. So, Hope, tell us what one would find in the E music section of our E library. Yeah, if you can't make it to the symphony, may as well stream some great tunes from our e-library. We have a selection of offerings from the provider Naxos, so you're going to find a lot of classical favorites here especially, Um, but you're also going to find jazz music and world music. There's a big collection there. Uh, The world music has some really neat compilations from all around the world through projects like the Smithsonian Folkways catalog. 
Um, so really cool for expanding your horizons there. Um, all of these also have apps that you can use. So you can create a personal account for a personal playlist once you log in with the library. And then you can stream from the app. So that's one of my favorite things to do with the jazz app, especially. And I yeah. love doing that during the holidays. Just put on some jazz tunes and yeah. stream it throughout the house. Yeah, and uh, the other day you mentioned that, uh, you know, if you have a party, yeah, great background music. Yeah, for sure. A little mood, yeah. If yeah. you're an ethnomusicology nerd, anybody? Any? Yes. Just, thank you for just, actually just knowing what that E word means. <laughs> the World Music Library is heaven. I'm really into Caribbean music and oh, like nice. sub-Saharan African music. And that is the only source for a lot of things that I like to listen to. Yeah, there's no other place you can get a lot of those things. No. If you want to go beyond Bob Marley in reggae, there's nowhere. You might get Ziggy Marley in our collection, which is pretty cool. But on this world music library, the world is your oyster. The world's music is your oyster. Your musical oyster. Your musical oyster. Well, today we have dived in and we've tried to have an exhaustive exploration of we our haven't even scratched the surface but we are so excited about it <laughs> <Our new> library <laughs> extravaganza excited. and you know uh once again go to jocolibrary.org and click on the e-library and there you will find um you know i, I forgot to mention that's where you can get an e-card and so you don't even have to step foot in the library to get that first card you can do that online. But uh, please consider checking out some ebooks, some e audiobooks, uh, e magazines, e music, e newspapers, streaming video. Um, that's also where you'll find our mobile app. You'll also find our e learning section, but oh boy. We have to save that for another day. For sure. There's way too much fun thing, fun stuff to talk about in that one. But I'll tell you what. All those E words I was listening off in the beginning, they definitely apply to all these wonderful things that you will find in our E library. Bam. Did we miss a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash jocolibrary. And now, our writer's quote of the day. Hi, this is Carrie Worth. I'm a youth service librarian at Monticello Branch. Uh, my quote is from J.R.R. Tolkien, and it is, Not all those who wander are lost. Have a great day. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen. episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.